Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's New World Kirtan podcast. It's Saturday, June 4th, 2016. I'm Kitsy Stern, and I produce this show as an act of love and service to our global Kirtan family. It's also an audio journal of my spiritual journey through the practice of singing and playing Kirtan. The weather here still continues to be warm and beautiful. I was in a yoga pose today out in the backyard, and I was reminded of what the Kirtan rabbi told us in his interview about the definition of a practice. And that's, there's nowhere I'd rather be than here, and there's nothing I'd rather be doing than this. Whenever I feel like I don't have time to do yoga and meditation, I try to remember that because it sure is true for me. I feel so deeply peaceful and happy when I'm doing my yoga and meditation practices, and they contribute to the peace and happiness of my life when I'm not on the mat. My practice has become a thread that weaves throughout the fabric of my life, and it sustains me every moment I'm awake. I'm so grateful to have it. Speaking of yoga, I have found a wonderful yoga method and massage balls that go with it. They're by Jill Miller, and they're called Yoga Tune-Up Balls. You can find them at Amazon. The balls come in various sizes, and they're a bit spongy, so they really get in there, and they, they grip the fascia and move it around. They can really make a big difference in pain. Jill's DVDs and the massage balls have been very effective in helping me resolve my own aches and pains. My body is much quieter now than it has been in a long time. If you decide to buy them, please go through the Amazon portal at the New World Kirtan website, and then you'll also be supporting the podcast. The New World Kirtan listener survey is still open, and I'll send a final email with the link to the survey on Monday. Here's your opportunity to give me some feedback about what you'd like to hear in the podcast. Would you like to hear more chants from the Kundalini tradition? More live festival coverage? More in-depth information on mantra and chanting? Inquiring minds want to know, and I'll tell you the results in the next podcast. In the last show, I offered an invitation for you guys to tell me how Kirtan is happening in your community, and I've heard from several of you. If you're practicing kirtan in your community and you'd like to tell me and other New World Kirtan listeners about what your group is doing, I would love to hear about it, and so would others who listen to this podcast. Write me an email or record a few minutes of audio. Record your community singing, if you'd like to do that, and send it to me at newworldkirtan at gmail.com. Well, there's just nothing better than a good blast of bhakti love, And the Hanuman Festival next weekend would be the perfect place to get you some. It's June 9th to the 12th in Boulder, Colorado. And in this week's show, we talked to David Newman, who is headlining the festival. It's always a pleasure to speak with David, and I hope you'll enjoy our conversation also. I'm deep into editing the interviews I recorded last month on where Western Kirtan is headed. I'll release those back-to-back very soon. And my inbox is just overflowing with new Kirtan CDs, so I see a fresh track set show coming up in the near future. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful beginning of summer, my friends. Thanks for listening, and until next time, namaste. (laughs) So today I have one of my favorite people in the world of Kirtan. David Newman is here, and uh, we're just going to talk about 
Lots of stuff. How are you, David? Great, Kitsy. It's really always a joy to be with you. In whatever form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about Bermuda this time last year. We were getting ready to go to Bermuda for Ownfest, and we had such a wonderful time. Oh, that community there is incredible, isn't it? Amazing. Who who would have thunk uh, that yeah. there's so much uh, bhakti going on in Bermuda, but there is. Oh my God, the, uh, it just oozes, <laughs> oozes with it. It's it's and it's so beautiful. And uh, we were there with Sean Johnson and and the Wild Lotus Band and other wonderful people. Anyway, it was a great time. And and so uh, I've asked David here today. He's going to be at the Hanuman Festival, which is occurring June 9th to June twelfth this year and it's in Boulder, Colorado and boy there are there, I'm looking at the lineup here Govindas and Radha is, are going to be there and um you and Sheila Bringy and lots of oh Saul David Ray is going to be there that's okay. cool mm. yeah so so anyway uh and the Hanuman festival is a little bit more about yoga rather than kirtan is that is that uh, I haven't been there so I don't really know is that your impression yeah, to some degree, you know, um, Yoshi, who's the founder of the Hanuman Festival, is a dear friend and, interestingly, somebody who plays guitar in my band when I'm in the Boulder, Denver area <laughs> and also at other festivals. So I think I've uh, seen him play, yeah. yeah. He's a wonderful guitar player and a, a great human being and, and, like I said, a dear friend. So. Um, yeah, there there is um, there is kirtan. There, it's a lot of yoga at Hanuman, but there is also um, a lot of music, kirtan, but also lots of other kinds of music. And um, you know, the last couple times that I've been in Boulder, I played at this lovely uh, venue called Shine. It's a restaurant and gathering place, and so uh, we decided that it'd be loads of fun to uh, have a kirtan slash concert. Uh, at Shine on the Saturday night of the festival. Oh, um, fun! And Yoshi, Yoshi will be, you know, taking off his Hanuman festival hat and picking up his electric guitar that night. <laughs> That'll be a good break <laughs> for him. <laughs> yes, yeah, he planned it that way. Good. And so, so that's going to be uh, on June 11th, Saturday night during the festival. And then I'm going to offer a couple workshops um, on site as part of the Hanuman festival. But this is my second time there. I was there a few years ago uh, and gave a kirtan in one of the the tents um, on the premises, and it's it's just a good vibe, wonderful energy. Uh, I love Boulder, and it's um, it's just a good place to be. Um, love being there. Yeah, I I haven't been to Boulder, but the Denver Chant Fest was certainly a wonderful experience when when that was going on, and just that whole Denver community. Uh, and I hear Boulder, Mike Cohen is in Boulder. He says the community there is wonderful too. So, I know it's going to be a great a great time. And then a couple of other festivals that are happening: the Love Light Festival. That's an, a new one, and it's in Maryland at the end of August, August twenty fifth to the twenty. 20- I'm not quite clear on the dates, but you're going to be there, right? I will tell you. I will look that up as we speak. I <laughs> okay. am going. I am going to be at Love Light the 26th through the 28th of August. Is what it looks like. Uh, I am, and what a joy to have a festival happening uh, less than a couple hours away from me on the East Coast. So, yeah. um, you know, it's one I get to get in my car and a couple hours later be at the destination. Wow. So it, it, it feels like the meeting of the tribes on the East Coast. Um, I know Wynn Paris is, is, is a good friend and he has arranged and organized. And this is, this is really his vision coming into manifestation. And he's put so much love 
and energy into it and not just invite has invited you know let's say nationally known kirtan artists but lots of local um uh, ensembles and he's just really opened it up and i feel like love light's going to just be a wonderful expression of community and i'm i'm really looking forward to it yeah i am too i have really missed connecting with community at bhakti fest and it will be wonderful to connect to connect this way. And, uh, I agree about when he's, he's got a great vision and the venue is great. And he, and Krishna Das is headlining. And I was talking to Nina, uh, earlier this week, and she said that this is, this is the first major festival for him. This is uh, after his sabbatical, he's doing some, he's doing some, uh, some small things in New York and in the area. Uh, but August, he begins touring again, and the Lovelight Festival is first, and then Omega. And so I'm going to be going to both this year, and I've never been to Omega, and I am so excited. So um, you'll, you'll love it. I, I've been at the Ecstatic Chant several times. Uh, Omega's a beautiful place. Uh, it really doesn't get any better to than being on their beautiful campus, chanting. The food's great. You'll oh. be very happy up in uh, Rhinebeck. I've been hearing about it for years, and so many of my Bhakti buddies tell me that Omega is their favorite. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then we have you're going to be well. Tell me about the Philly Chant Fest. That's I don't know about that one. When is that? The Philly Chant Fest is the 25th of June. Um, it's a wonderful festival. This is maybe the fourth or fifth year. Um, I will be playing as well as a, uh, a wonderful uh, Kirtan goddess trio, uh, Yvette Ohms, Susan Green, and Claire Oaks. Oh, wow. And, yeah, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, and then there's yoga and there's vendors, and uh, it's a lovely, intimate uh, festival that happens every year um, in, in the summertime. So, oh, yeah. that sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that. Talk about convenience. That's about a five-minute drive from my house. So <laughs> now, now, I'm from Philadelphia. Where is it in Philadelphia? So I can get it a is, visual. It, it's in Marion, right on, oh, right. Uh, right off Montgomery Avenue. It's the, the Marion Quaker Meeting House. Oh, my goodness. I used to live in Marion. Isn't that funny? That is. And not only is, is that funny for you, Kitsy, but I actually went to nursery school in that space where the festival <laughs> is <laughs> so let's just say it brings back memories oh, yeah, i guess so i guess it does oh that's funny that's funny well you know i uh philadelphia in june um, i have memories of philadelphia in june i miss that i'm one reason i'm so looking forward to love light is because i i miss the northeast um not so much the heat and humidity, but even that you can kind of get into if you're only there for a little while. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And the and the lightning bugs. Oh, the lightning bugs. Yeah, the lightning bugs. I, I love sitting out on my deck at night and just watching them do their dance. And if you put on headphones, they do their dance to music, which is even more fun. You know, I've caught a couple of your live streams on Facebook. And I have to say they are just so sweet. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing with those? Yeah, um, I was aware that Facebook was uh, uh, enabling some musicians, public figures to do um, live streams on their platform. 
I had a friend who brought it to my attention, my, my friend, my friends Bryant and Jenny uh, over at Simple Reminders. Uh, and um, so I became aware of it. And I thought, well, you know, this this last year, um, both after, you know, over 10 years of very intense traveling and also having a daughter who's going to turn five, I've just been looking for new ways to connect with community um, without being on the road so much. So I thought, well, this would be a nice opportunity to do that. Um, I, I guess you could, you know, I guess I would say that I did have some resistance to connecting through technology online because I was so used to just going places and being with people in person and feeling that connection that I was somewhat resistant. But I gave it a shot and I've turned out to really, really enjoy it. Um, I remember on my first live stream, somebody would say, you know, I would be doing it in the evening and somebody would say, you know, good morning from Australia or hello from India <laughs> or it's Swami Shankara from Argentina. And I thought this is extraordinary that, that I can literally sit in my living room, share a song or share a chant and share some teachings uh, with people all over the world, and I, I have just adored doing it. And then what happens is, is that you know there's a, a comment thread, and so there's it's not only me, uh, you know, sharing what I share, but I also get to receive feedback and reflections and comments and questions. Um, from people that, that are on. And they also connect with each other, too. So I have learned through that to, you know, feel this sense of community um, through this medium. And um, at first I was just doing it Tuesday nights and maybe Saturday or Sunday mornings. And now now I, I hop on throughout the week and I'll just offer a chant during lunchtime. Or um, I really enjoy it. It's just a wonderful, wonderful way to tap into my tribe and to community and to, and to share and uplift and lighten up someone's day, um, in a kind of effortless, uh, way. Yeah. I shared it on the new world Kirtan podcast, Facebook page. And those were the reactions that I got, you know, thank you. Mm -hmm. This made my day, you know, thank you for, uh, people seem to really appreciate it because people are on and off Facebook all day long. And, and sometimes it's just really nice to have something like that, you know, Oh, this is nice. Look, And it, it, it's so nice for me because it's so stripped down. It's just me being myself with others and just me and my guitar and Mira and Tulsi come on at times. So it's just very intimate and down home kind of way to connect with people. And, and I've really been enjoying it. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, technology is allowing us to do all kinds of different things to connect with people, um, and and Facebook. I have a love hate relationship with Facebook. <laughs> you I, know? You're not alone. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I I I know. I I do occasionally make attempts to step off, uh, and then I miss the people that I connect with there. Um, and so I'm, I think I'm, like anything else, you know, it comes down to balance, you know, you, you find that place where you're on Facebook and would it, whatever you're engaging in just feels in the flow and in the moment. And then at some point you just feel like you're spinning your wheels and then it's time to get off. And, and that, that, that's at least how I relate to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. It's a great time waster though. Uh, if you, it, it <laughs> you're be. procrastinating you about something, yeah. there's always Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, I heard that you are doing a mantra outreach tour, too. Now, what, what do you mean by a mantra outreach tour? 
Yeah, um, well, it's something that I'm really, really passionate about. Um, I, I'm doing it in a partnership with Call and Response Foundation. Mm. And it is going to be a two-week tour in the fall uh, in which I am going to bring my music and kirtan to facilities such as prisons, uh, hospice care, recovery centers, uh, psychiatric centers and hospitals. Um, and that's what it is. Uh, all, all those events are going to be within those f- facilities and free to, to people who are there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, um, it's something that Jen and I from Colon Response Foundation have been discussing for a while, and it's materializing. I actually have a fundraising campaign, uh, Indiegogo campaign, uh, happening now for that and my, uh, my, my new album that I'm making. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, for me, it's kind of, uh, I don't know if you could say bringing light into dark places or another way of saying it is sharing this practice with people who wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to be exposed to it. So it's definitely a seva, but I get so much out of it. You know, I've shared kirtan um, at prisons. I've shared kirtan um, when I was in in Atlanta. Um, The last one was at a a teen um, psychiatric facility. Um, And it's the receptivity and the exchange of heart is profound. And uh, it's a way for me to share in a different way, and I'm really looking forward to it. That's encouraging that you say that the the exchange um, was profound. I wondered how how it was received. So you can't imagine. Um, I'm go- I'm going to do more in this tour. But um, when I when I brought Kirtan to a to a prison in California, the the intensity of interest, receptivity, and gratitude uh, on behalf of the participants just knocked knocked me over. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty great. It is. Hmm. Uh, you've got so much going on. Well, I wanted, <laughs> I'm sorry, I wanted to tie in your, um, your ukulele. Are you going to bring your, 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 are you going to bring your ukulele to, to the prison? Most, most definitely. Yeah. That, that's going to be a driving tour, which will originate from my home. I don't always bring my uke when I'm flying, but you know, I have van, uh, will travel with mm. my ukulele. And, uh, typically, uh, you know, when I am traveling, uh, I'll probably bring a few different instruments on that tour. Just the other day, uh, on a on a live stream, I pulled out my ektara, which is a traditional chant instrument, um, and uh, so I'll probably bring that. I'll bring my guitar and I'll bring my ukulele, and then Mira will you know bring her assorted percussion instruments. I, I, ukulele is one of my favorite in, instruments. Um, last year, uh, make, making the ukulele record was was a real highlight for me especially because the album just came together so so easily. Well, you you'll appreciate this. Did you see who produced the uh my uh my ukulele uh, acoustic chant album? No. Well, I'm saying this be- because you're you're a Philadelphian, but you remember the Philadelphia band called the Hooters? Oh, yeah. Well, Eric Bazilian, who's the lead singer and guitar player from that band, uh who also wrote the song What If God Was One of Us was uh lives about 10 minutes away from me over in Rosemont. And we made that record, the ukulele album together. Oh man, that's so great. That's, Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's really great. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I was over at his place uh, singing on a friend's album 
and uh, we just got on really well. And so I went in one night and just started chanting with my uke, and it turned into an album. Tell me about your new your new CD. I've I've come together with a a new producer. His name is Nico Bolas, and um, interestingly enough, he's produced uh, Neil Young's last few albums, among some other artists that I really love. Wow. And um, I got acquainted with Nico, and we we hit it off on so many levels, musically, spiritually. Um, and I had written a collection, a real balance of English songs and mantras. Um, that the songs really came alive as a result of sharing some kind of quotes, some wisdom posters on Facebook, and then deciding that I wanted to explore putting them to music. Um, and so I wrote these songs, and then uh, from those songs, chants evolved. And then Nico and I have spent a handful of um, uh, Skype sessions doing some pre-production on them. And then I have another very exciting project, which I'll share with you because um, I haven't before that these songs um, may, many of them will probably be applied to another project, if I may share with you. Sure. I have been uh, working on a project for the last four years with uh, Nick Demos, who put is the producer of the Broadway show Memphis. And uh, Nick and I have been cultivating a theatrical production uh, along with a playwright named Dara Cloud. And the name of the piece is called American Siddhartha. And uh, I am doing the music for that. And it's going to be a theater piece. Um, wow. That's that exciting, David. It, it's very, very exciting. And it's it's an opportunity for me to explore my songwriting and my creativity in a very different realm. And so we were meeting at the end of March for a week up on a farm in New Jersey to continue to develop the show. But uh, I don't know, you know, it'll probably start off as an off-Broadway show, but nonetheless, some of the music from the new album is also going to be part of that. Wow. Uh, production as well. It's a great story. It, it, it's really if 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 you took Herman Hesse's Siddhartha character and brought him into the United States or the Western world in 2016, what would that look like? Hmm. And that's that's the theme of the play. Love that. Yeah, I'm super excited about that project. Wow. You've yeah. got a lot. You have got a lot going on. You've got a. You have got an online course and a mentorship program too. Yeah, the mentorship program is 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 pretty new, and I am really enjoying that. You know, um, Kitsy, as I started doing the the live streams um, and uh, started to feel my sort of sharing for a bit of a more of a global community simultaneous it simultaneously awakened in me a desire in me a desire to go deep with individuals hmm. sort of as a counterbalance to you know to, to the live stream speaking to so many people so i put that together and i started with uh with two mentorships just this week and really really enjoying that so you are taking people deeper into their own spiritual exploration this is more this is more spiritual exploration than music Right? Or uh, is it actually, it's both. Oh. Um, um, yeah, the, the first two I'm doing are two people who want to explore their relationship to kirtan and sacred music and songwriting. Oh. And so it's, uh, it, it's yeah, so it's both. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds as though you've got a lot going on that will enable you to hang out with your family and, and Tulsi, you know, and <laughs> yeah. she's she's preparing for her fifth birthday, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> just, just being with my family and spending time with Tulsi and being here, you know, as I mentioned, it was 10, road, 10 years of me just being on the road all the time, which I so deeply enjoyed and had, you know, an opportunity to meet so many beautiful souls and build community. And not to say that I'm retiring because I'm still out there, but by the same token, my rhythm and my pacing has changed. And I've been enjoying the routine of being home with my loved ones. And so I've, I've just explored new ways to do what I do uh, that also give me um, the chance to do that. And so, you know, you know, in life... Uh, things change. So yeah, it's, it's important to uh, adapt. Yeah, they do. Uh, the hard part is, is letting go. Uh, when you find something that you love, at least in my life, uh, when I find something that I love and have to let it go for reasons that, um, you know, have to do with what physical stuff, just the time, uh, timing, the whole thing, you know, that's that's the work sometimes just realizing that the time is over for that yeah it is the work and eventually what i have always found is you know as as one door closes another one opens or as you let go of something that was really uh satisfying to you and enriching to you uh something else reveals itself and sometimes i i i get it there's kind of a gap between something falling away and something new um, revealing itself. And, uh, the, the, those, you know, it can be difficult, you know, just to be patient and, and to not be fearful and, um, just, just let things fall away without clutching onto them. I put up a, a Facebook post, I think it was last week that said, uh, you know, when, when you feel like holding on, that's the time to let go. <laughs> you know, something like that. But, I th- you know, yeah, I think I saw, I might have even shared that because I really liked I, that a lot. I vaguely remember <laughs> that you may have shared that now that you mention it. Yeah. Yeah. But you feel like holding on the most, that's the time to let go, something like that. But, you know, that's this path, this, this bhakti yoga path is just a continual surrender. Yeah. It is. And it's very rewarding. Uh, <laughs> but the human tendency, the human tendency to clutch and hold on is, is, is really strong. It's the work is to break that pattern as you age, yeah. especially uh, I'm, I'm finding, um, the whole transition between, you know, children not being here, uh, off to do their own lives. And then all of a sudden something that has defined your life for quite a long time, all of a sudden is, is not gone, but it certainly has shifted into another dimension, a different dimension. And, you know, and it it really brings up our our human, our humanity, you know, just our vulnerability. And Mm. what I think is the beauty of this practice is that we can embrace, you know, our our vulnerability and and our fear and uh, our, you know, sensitivities and our insecurities and everything that life brings. You know, it's it's never a denial of that, even when we're in, in those really difficult moments where it just hurts. You know, we, we can we can stay open. Yeah. You know, I'm finding that the value of community that I'm finding um, is that there are people who who you've 
who you love because you're in community with them. We all sing kirtan together. This is, I'm talking about my satsang now, you know, and we all mm-hmm. support each other through, through the changes that we're all going to go through inevitably as human beings. But really the only thing that helps is to know that other people have gone through it, have gotten through it, are there to help you get through it and remind you of what you're committed to and what, what you know is real. Uh, yeah, that's true. And, and I, I don't think any of us, are missing the fact that, uh, you know, the whole evolutionary process just keeps speeding up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're, it seems like we're all processing and moving through transformation and, and having to be, you know, uh, flexible and light. Um, and so there, you know, there, we are all going through it together. And you're absolutely right. In my experience, it's sharing that and comparing notes and supporting each other and knowing that we're not alone in it, um, you know, is, you know, that community piece is, is huge. It is. It really is. And, and the opportunity to come together and, and sing together, I find is just so affirming of our, of our shared humanity. It is. And in that sense, I, in that sense, you know, the kirtan is only growing. I truly believe that. Yeah, well, it's certainly growing in our community, and and there seems to be, you know, an upswell. Um, It's just that, of course, like any community, it needs to grow and uh, expand in its own organic way and adapt. Totally, and especially, Kitsy, something like Kirtan. I mean, it's been around for, what, thousands of years, as far as we know, and the fact that it's still going strong means that it, it keeps moving with its own its own intelligence and personality and it's not not for us to decide or control or be in charge of how that looks oh that was beautifully said you're right and will and will and uh you know the fact that it's in the west now just adds another whole different whole different layer to the uh evolving and who knows where it's going to land but um it's it's so beautiful to be in community with the people who are moving through it together Uh, wherever it lands it's always beautiful (laughs) well (laughs) because of people it it Um, was prophesized that during kali yuga that kirtan would would just flourish and 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 expand to you know all all over the planet and that's what's happening yeah so well this has been really lovely it's always lovely to talk to you and i'm so glad to be able to catch up and find out what you're doing and and uh yeah so thanks for being on today thank you kitsy i always enjoy our conversations and i also really appreciate your support of not just myself but what you're doing for kirtan and uh spreading this practice as you just mentioned all over the world thank you david i appreciate that and uh I never know what to say when people say this to me, but thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> the best it. mantra. Yeah, <laughs> the best mantra. Thank you. Bless you. I, 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 I acknowledge your appreciation and I thank you for it. And you know what? It's, uh, my, it's my privilege. It is my privilege to do this. Uh, I just count myself as one of the most blessed and luckiest people in the world that I get to do this. So um, it's... Uh, I, feel, I feel the same. Yeah. 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 Well... Give my love to Mira and uh, wish Tulsi. Oh, Tulsi's birthday was in Bermuda last year. That's right. You're absolutely right. It was. (laughs) (laughs) So this year it'll be a little less exotic, but uh, she has a real 
uh, draw toward Japanese culture. So we're having a Japanese-inspired birthday party. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. is she having sushi? and? She is. She's having sushi and origami, and, um, and she's also very... Uh, into these uh, Ghibli, these Japanese animated children's films. And so there'll be a showing of one of those as well. Oh, fun. Yeah, it must, must be a past life thing, perhaps. Anyway, well, David. Cool. Yeah, well, Kitsi, I'm going to go start to tune in to dinner time here in okay. Philadelphia. Love you lots, and I'm really grateful to have this time with you. Okay, David, take care. You do the same. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She could a shadow. She could a shadow.
grace of God bless man and every woman in this land. Stay strong, keep your faith alive. Whatever comes to meet us, know the darkness won't defeat us. Stay strong, keep your faith alive. Some say all come together take care of each other stay strong keep your faith
love.